we're about to leave this incredible place. Goodbye to Marie Christian. We said our goodbyes and we were back on the bumpy road. But this time, the beautiful descent of the mountain was in plain light. All went nicely until we were stopped at the final gate of the natural reserve. The guard had been expecting us and very formally asked to verify all of our IDs, taking photos of everything and questioning us with every step. When we inquired about the reason for this peculiar treatment, we were told that our group had been reported flying a drone in the area. This did not happen, but we recalled a strange encounter from two days before while mushroom hunting. Getting out of the woods back onto a dirt road, a vehicle approached on an aeropath. To our great surprise, the driver got out and addressed Roberto by his full name, title and university affiliation. Something felt uneasy. I tried to understand the reason for this man's presence in the middle of nowhere. At the same moment, we encountered two locals repairing a washed-out section of the road, and we consulted with them about flying the drone. They kindly advised us not to fly it because of privacy concerns in the area, so we didn't. This was the first and only time that anyone was aware of our drone. After about 15 minutes of being questioned at this gate, we were on our way down the mountain again, with stunning views of the valley below. With this amazing waterfall that is down and the amazing mountains that are up. So we just made a little quick stop on the way. Glenn is now putting the GoPro. Night fell quickly as we headed up the adjacent mountain toward our new camp. It was a windy and narrow one-lane dirt road, muddy and slick from the relentless rain of the season. After many hours of driving, we arrived at our new location. A mission-style home amongst the trees in the cloud forest. This was the second home of Roberto's friend, who generously welcomes researchers who come to study in the area. I thought it was a statue, but it's not. It was there all day. Is it a turtle? It's a toad. A toad. A toad? And then I was like, oh, it's one in stone. But it just moved. Hey, friend. It took a while to get settled in. With our things dry from the rain, we could then turn our attention to preparing the first meal from our bounty of edible mushrooms. There is something quite remarkable that happens when you finally get to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Over the fire of the wood stove, we cooked freshly picked chanterelles with farm fresh eggs, local tortillas, beans and wine. For this group, the forage comes in the name of science. But in Guatemala, not all are so fortunate. For many, knowledge of edible plants and mushrooms is simply a necessity for survival. 
with little means to attain other forms of nutrition. For others, it can be a rite of passage, passed down through generations for thousands of years. We talked through the night and celebrated our accomplishments as the rain clashed on the ceramic roof tiles above. We counted our blessings, as this would be our home base for the following rainy nights. This clip is only a short section from our full-length film on mushroom hunting in the mountains of Guatemala, as we work our way towards Argentina. You can view the entire film for free, narrated and dubbed in English, Spanish and French, available on our YouTube channel in your preferred language. Or find select episodes on our Facebook, Instagram or TikTok. If you enjoyed this video and want to see more like it, please help us by contributing to our GoFundMe or by becoming a Patreon member. Thank you and have a meaningful awakening. <laughs>